0: are some amazing stories being shared today and uh, tomorrow as well, which is Green Shirt Day. That is a legacy of humble Broncos player Logan Boulay, who donated his organs after that tragic bus crash. And uh, I know we all remember that day and uh, remember uh, hearing from uh, his family and uh, just remembering just what a difference that made to so many other families. We wanted to talk a little bit more about organ donation and how important it is. Joining us to do that is Naomi Lee, a heart recipient. Naomi, thank you so much for taking some time with us
1: today. Hi, thank you for having me.
0: Can you take us back to to kind of when you first started to realize that something was wrong? I know you were really young at the time when that happened. So can you take yeah. us back to to kind of how, what you went through?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so it was the beginning of the COVID pandemic. I was 19 years old and uh, I caught the flu and my siblings had it. My parents had it. They all got better, but I unfortunately got sicker and sicker.
0: And at what point did you know that that something was up and it wasn't just the flu?
1: Mm. Um, I was getting shortness of breath and chest pain and, Um, I just knew that something was a little bit off. I didn't know what exactly was off, but um, I just knew that I should probably get it checked out.
0: And uh, to throw in as well, I mean, that not knowing what's wrong, but like you said, it's kind of the beginning of the pandemic. So all of these other things are Mm -hmm. happening and all of these other unknowns that had to be really frightening.
1: Ew. It was. It was a really tough time.
0: Uh, so when you, you went in to, to check this out, to find out what it was that was wrong with you, how did things unfold from that point?
1: Um, so I went to the emergency department, my local emergency department, and they diagnosed me with pneumonia and inflammation in my heart. So viral myocarditis. And um, they wanted to admit me, but I was like, What? Can I Can I not? Can I just go home? And they're like, uh, we really don't recommend that because you're very sick. And so I was like, okay. So um, I stayed overnight, and the next day my heart stopped. Hmm. Um, my dad was there with me, and uh, um, so I don't really, I don't remember this part, but he was just telling me, yeah, my heart had stopped. They had to uh, do CPR and shock me back and um, put me on life support.
0: Which must have been absolutely uh, the, the trauma, trauma for your family and going from, because you were, from what I understand too, before getting what, what you thought was the flu, uh, you were an active, healthy, nothing nothing wrong with you, 19-year-old.
1: Uh, yeah, yep, not a single heart condition.
0: <laughs> wow, so that all happened. Your family, I can imagine, must have been beside themselves and, and your heart stopped. So what happened next?
1: Um, after that I was in a medically induced coma for um, a few days and they um, sent me to St. Paul's Hospital which is the heart center of BC and uh, from there I was put on the I was put in the pre-transplant clinic so they knew that my heart condition was really serious but they were trying to hold off on transplant Um, but unfortunately I was getting sicker and sicker and sicker and I ended up needing an LVAD, which stands for Left Ventricular Assist Device. So um, I had that machine implanted, and uh, it basically does the job of the heart. And um, I had it for 10 months and 3 days, and then I got the call for my new heart.
0: Wow. How was it what was it like when you realized that that was the the kind of road you were on though that this this machine thankfully this machine mm-hmm. w- was something that they could give you and it would pump it would it would do what your heart couldn't do after after your heart was damaged but it's not mm-hmm. uh, a final solution it's not a long-term solution what what was it like for you when you were when you were coming to the realization that that you were going to need a heart transplant?
1: Oh, um, it was hard. It was really hard. I, when I found out that I needed a heart transplant, I was, I was devastated. And I just I thought that life couldn't go on after. And I just couldn't see myself um, being happy or healthy or anything. And, and so I reached out to people. I reached out to other heart transplant recipients. And when I heard that they have families and they work and they enjoy life, I was like, What? And from then on, I was like, I'm ready. Like, I need, I'm ready to move on. I'm ready to get this heart. Don't get me wrong, I was still terrified, but um, I knew that life could go on and that life could be full and beautiful after a heart transplant. And so it gave me a lot of hope
0: and it must have been though i what a turning point to to go from and i think it would be so normal to to feel all of those things that you were feeling and then realizing that this was what was the solution was what was it like then when you got the news that there was a match that you were going to be getting a transplant
1: ooh um so my my heart transplant nurse she called me on um on a Thursday morning, I believe. And, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know why I just didn't expect her to say it. And, and so I just was like, Hey, how's it going? And she's like, Oh, how are you doing? And everything. And then she's like, we have a heart for you. And, and like, before I knew it, like, goodness, just like tears were like falling out of my eyes. And I was like, what is happening? I was so overwhelmed. Um, I was, I was scared. I was excited. Um, I was really sad knowing that there was a family out there whose uh, loved one had passed away. And man, the emotions are just so overwhelming and they're so big and there's so many of them in that moment.
0: Yeah, I've often wondered about that too, that it must be different in that you want to be so happy and you know that this is the thing that's going to let you live. But when it's something like a heart, it's not not a living kidney donor or something, that that you know there's this sadness that comes with it as well.
1: Yes. Yes, I think it initially felt a lot like guilt. Um, but you know, a lot of therapy, a lot of thinking through it and and I think the guilt it subsided and it there's a lot of sadness though knowing that um like organ donation it's like two sides of a coin. You know, there's like so much hope and there's life and it's wonderful. Um and then there's also a family who's really really grieving and has faced something terrible. So um, yeah, it's it's a really, it's a tough one for sure.
0: Do you remember what it was like when you went in for your surgery and when you woke up having, having a, a new heart put into your yes. chest?
1: Yes. Um, so my mom was in the ICU with me when I woke up and uh, I still had the tube in my throat, so I gestured to her that I hated it and that I wanted it out. Um, but yeah, I think... One of the main things that I noticed was just how hard my heart was pumping because for the past year, I guess, a little over a year, my heart just wasn't working and I couldn't really feel my pulse much. So to have a new heart that was super strong, um, beating super hard was crazy. I could feel it throughout my entire body.
0: Wow. And what was it like then? How did your life change now after a pretty major surgery and coming through that and recovering? What, what was it like, the recovery and, and kind of getting your life back?
1: Yeah. Um, recovery went really, really smoothly. Um, I was out of the hospital in, I think, 10 days um, and I did a lot of cardiac rehab, took my dog for a lot of walks um, and I slowly return to school. So currently, I'm only taking two classes. um, But I'm hoping to slowly each semester increase by a class until I'm back to full time. Um, I feel like my life has changed a lot for sure. I think I uh, move slower and and I try not to be so anxious. And I realize that life is short, that every single day is a gift. Um, So yeah, I think my life uh, certainly, no, I know my life has changed for the better, um, but yeah, it's just a matter of adjusting to my new normal and yeah, but it's been really good it sounds uh
0: sounds amazing because I'm guessing there would have been a whole lot of things being on the elvad machine that you couldn't do.
1: yes, yes, I love swimming, swimming is <laughs> one of my favorite things now i'm a swim instructor, but <laughs> uh yeah, no no sw- no swimming, no pool um, when I showered, I had to. Tape up my stomach because the elvad is um, like half internal half external so there's like a tube connecting um, yeah it's it's this whole thing I could go into it and talk for a long time but I
0: <laughs> no, no, that's it's, I find your the story's fascinating to get to this perspective <laughs> on this. Um, what does it mean to you then because and one of the reasons we're we're doing this is to talk more about organ donation awareness uh, tomorrow being mm-hmm. a green shirt day what what kind of message or what does it mean to you now with this perspective when we talk about organ donation?
1: Yeah, um, organ donation it saves lives and it it's just incredible to think that one person who can't use their organs anymore can save the lives of up to eight people. And it's a really, I think it is a really tough topic to think about because nobody likes to think about, um, about losing loved ones or about um, your own mortality. Right. But um, yeah, the reality is, is that if someone doesn't need their organs anymore, they can make an incredible Impact and see, my life not only changed, but it's my family members and it's my community and um, yeah, I I just couldn't be more thankful for my second chance and yeah, that's all thanks to somebody's somebody and their family's really really selfless and gracious decision to donate organs. Does it make you think
0: about it as well in that uh, that there the moment when a family does have to make that decision and uh, such a stressful time for that family, a stressful time for your family, uh, you waiting mm-hmm. on that list that that uh, like you said nobody really likes to talk about it but it is so important yeah. that people know what your wishes are.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think that's one of the big things is that um a lot of people so I just I had read a stat earlier that um like ninety, around ninety percent of British Columbians are totally for organ donation, but only about thirty percent have signed up. Um, and the thing about signing up is that um, it kind of gives the your loved ones peace about um, and like a decision that's really really hard to make in a really really painful time. But um, to honor that decision of uh, the. The loved one who's passed their desire to um save other people's lives is i mean it's never easy, but I think maybe it'll make a slight a really tough decision a little bit easier, so yeah for sure. And uh, Naomi,
0: do you feel like like you have this oblique not obligation, I don't think is the right word, but do you feel like you need to to go out of your way now to to live the best life you possibly can to to pay tribute to this person or to to thank this person and to to uh, to you know, acknowledge that this person the reason that you're here is
1: because of this? Yes, 100%. I I feel like um I live my life now just, well, obviously knowing that it's a huge gift to be here, but I know that um, through my life, my my organ donor also lives on in a way, and I want to honor their decision um, just by taking care of my body physically, taking care of um, just doing good self-care and um, just living life and, like, you know— um, just living life to the fullest. And I mean, don't get me wrong, there's still really hard times, but living in each moment and realizing that each moment is a gift. And, you know, if I'm feeling lazy, instead of just sitting down, to like actually go up and get out for that walk and, you know, like um, just take the best care of myself so I can also take the best care of my donor and, our our heart, my donor and I, our heart take the best care of it possible.
0: All right. Well, Naomi, thank you so much for joining us and for talking more about this today. I really appreciate you sharing your story.
1: Yeah, no, thank you for having me.